They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Back at it again for another edition of the 1215 Club. Uh, it is Mario. I'm returning. I wasn't here last week. So welcome back, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here with Eric Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy. We have Seaton in the room in the house with us this week. It's been a while, Seaton. I don't think we've had you on a couple months. I've noticed. Were you offended? Mildly. Mildly. <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. I have thick skin. We have Todd in here pretty often, but I mean, you know, Todd's He's a kinda... fascinating human being. Yes. He's, he's re- I have never met anybody like him. He really is fascinating. You never run out of things to talk about with Todd. No. No. Well, you never actually get to talk. He never <laughs> runs out of things <laughs> to say. It's actually... That's a great point. <laughs> the bottom of that well does not exist. It's an accurate statement. The reason that uh, we booked you this week is because we saw a post that you had posted on Facebook yesterday. I'm going to read it. Um, so yesterday, uh, what, what time was that, Eric? Uh, I'd say about afternoon-ish. So, Seaton posted this on Facebook. I find it amusing that people think the show is scripted. We can't please everyone. All I know is that I'm having the most fun I've had in years on the show. If the show has changed, I'm happy it has. What sparked that? So, I like I moderate this Facebook group uh, called like Dan Patrick's Locker Room or something like that. It's got I don't know ten thousand people in it, something like that. So it's been growing and it's pretty good. But I I don't really spend a lot of time on it, but I kind of check in here and there. Um, a lot of times it, it's people complaining about the show. <laughs> it's really annoying, um, but it's okay. I try to give people the space to do that. You know, I don't take down every negative thing I say. I take down rude things or like particularly hurtful things. I take down anything that's racist. I almost always take down everything that's got a curse in it. So I try to keep it. I take down everything political. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to keep it sort of on topic, which is the show. And there was just a post yesterday. Some days, you know, it just hits you and it really gets under your skin. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, one of those posts, there were people complaining about the show, which is fine. I don't mind. But what bothered me is the person who uh, was the author of the post went through and was like talking all of this trash and then turned off commenting where now nobody else was allowed to comment on it. And so I was like that for some reason that really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, F these guys. Um, and so I, uh, instead of taking it down, cause I felt like I would just look like a baby. I just decided to post, uh, what I posted, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that was just kind of it. Why does that bother you if somebody like accuses the show of being scripted? You know, what's funny is that the post really wasn't about the show being scripted. It was one comment within the post that just stuck with me. And I was just like, wow, it's so funny that people think that this show is scripted because it's the furthest thing from being scripted. So I kind of wanted to address that quickly. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like what I said was two separate thoughts. They're, they're actually not really related. It's one, the show is not scripted. And I think it's hilarious that people do because, like I said on the show, why wouldn't we get better script writers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some of the stuff they're talking about being scripted is like crappy. And I'm like, why? Who would pay for this? And why would we do it? I would never say these crappy scripted lines, you know? So, Eric. 
I felt bad because so every Friday Dan comes in some point during the show happened to be about eight fifty five this morning goes who you got on twelve fifteen this week and I was like oh we have Seton on he's like oh why and I was like oh he wrote this tweet and he's like oh what did he say and then I read it to him he's like. I'm going to talk about that a lot today. And I just turned around and walked out. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I, like, so obviously I can understand, especially, I mean, you guys have spent 20, the better part of 20 years trying to craft this, you know, Dan uh, at ESPN and then you guys outside of here. Um, and it's so not like, okay, so for instance, I took the rundown today, which just to, so it's one page as, as Dan showed. And also like there are errors on it, right? So today is not March 24th. It's March 25th. So that's written down here. And the first, at 9.01, it says headlines. Right. And what did we talk about? Dan, first of all, he has one script that he reads an hour. It's 60 seconds. And he couldn't get through it without vamping twice. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get through it without just talking about something else. Um, talked about Gonzaga, and then the scripted part came up, and then that was it. Um, 9.45 Eastern says play of the day. Okay, play of the day is less than 45 seconds. It's definitely not the whole segment. It's not even spoken. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's audio. Somebody yeah. else's audio that we play. <laughs> you guys talked about Dave Roberts, um, and then the sound didn't work, um, which was not scripted. Um, <laughs> sure about that one? And then Todd complains he was too confident. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that meant. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 10.01, headlines. Um, first dates. Dan's story on his first kiss, getting rejected, getting in the friend zone. Todd dated a hooker, and the Raiders <laughs> had a good week. That's what was spoken about. Right, right. And I, we can keep going. I don't need to beat a dead horse. But it's so funny how far from script. Like, poor Dylan, who builds graphics on the show. The, poor, like, poor Dylan. There, there's no idea. Like, it's just like, we don't know what they're going to talk about. Are they going to talk about? I mean, obviously, March Madness is going to come up. But it's like, there's so many topics that could come up. I don't mean poor Dylan, but like, you know, he's like trying to figure it out. So it's so far from scripted that it's so funny that anyone would possibly think it's scripted. So like the rundown that you were just talking about is basically just a roadmap. Mm-hmm. We try to have some idea where we're going. We know things that we want to hit. You know, yeah. you can't go completely blind and just turn on the mics at nine and be like, OK, let's figure out what we're going to do. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we are, we talk all day about stories and things like that. So we do, yeah, we have a, a roadmap of what where we want to go and what we want to hit. And actually, you know, now that you guys are our TV side of things, right, we used to have a control room with, like, a, you know, producers and directors and graphics people and all that stuff with DirecTV. It was a real challenge for them for a long time because we do sort of fly by the seat of our pants in some regard. You know what I mean? You guys, you're sort of always kind of, I imagine anyway, because I've never done the job that, that Eric, you do, and Dylan, but... Uh, you're sort of pl- trying to play catch up while you're following along the whole time. And then it's like, oh, it's Gonzaga. And then by the time you get the graphic up, it's like, oh, he switched over to do it. You're like, dang. You know, so you're <laughs> yeah, always kind today. of like, Every time. <laughs> it's not chasing your tail, but it's just trying to keep up with wherever Dan and, and Paul are going, mm-hmm. you know? So I would imagine that that's a real challenge um, for, for people in your position, you know? We're joined by Cian, Cian O'Connor. Dan reset. Yep, I'm just trying to reset here. <laughs> Professional. Yep, yep. Dan listens to this thing and he like seriously critiques me. So I'm trying to like get better as we go along, you know? You know, yeah. I hosted last week. He didn't say anything. So maybe he doesn't mean? maybe he didn't Ooh. listen. It's either he had nothing good to say <laughs> or there was nothing to say. Which is funny because a reset in a podcast probably isn't very necessary because it's a very deliberate act to you can't accidentally catch up in the middle of a podcast <laughs> and be like, Who are they talking to? I, <laughs> I'm just trying to transition to another topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to get there. <laughs> I use that as a crutch. Just yeah. say I'm transitioning now. 
<laughs> Moving right along. Uh, another part of that uh, Facebook post that stood out to me is that you said that you're having the most fun you've had in years. Yeah. Why? You know, I think it's because, this is going to sound weird, and it's not because Andrew left, mm -hmm. but it is kind of because Andrew left. And he, you know, McLovin um, was obviously a big part of the show, and was, it was really funny, you know, and had a lot to contribute. And when he left, there was sort of a void there um, in that he, t he took up a lot of real estate on air, mm -hmm. right? He was sort of like, it would be Dan, say, then Andrew, then Paul, then Todd, and then me. And I was very comfortable sort of being fifth in there and just choosing my spots and laughing and doing whatever. But I also had other job functions that made it a little more difficult to contribute that much. Mm -hmm. But now that Andrew's not here, there's a lot of real estate on air to talk and to have fun and to do things. And so I feel like I've been contributing more to that. And it's been fun. Mm -hmm. I, I like doing that. Yeah, I like being on air. Um, so I think it's partially that. I think sitting next to Todd... Again, not that sitting next to Paul wasn't fun, but sitting next to Todd is hilarious. And him and I have a great relationship, and we have great, uh, I don't know if it's chemistry or what, but me and him are, are super cool, and we laugh a lot. And, you know, all of his little stories don't bother me. Like, maybe they bother other people. Or, like, I'm willing to listen to him do these crappy jokes over and over again because they're funny. You know, it's just yeah. funny to see how... Um, he really enjoys making people laugh, and I really like laughing with people, and it's just kind of a good combination, you know? So, yeah, I think, yeah, if the show has changed, um, or yeah, I, I, I'm just having fun, I'm just really enjoying it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you feel a need, because you're sitting uh, in that back road with Todd now, to defend him or, like, come to his defense when the guys kind of make fun of him or what they've done in the past? I sort of always have, although I gave up on it for many, yeah. many years. I you used did. to defend him a lot. <laughs> yeah. I really did. And then at a certain point, it was like, well, he's a grown man. He can defend himself. I don't need to. Why am I taking this so much more seriously than he is? You know, I know he's getting hurt. I know he's upset sometimes. But as certain, like he's got to defend himself. I can't be like this like odd younger but older brother at the same yeah. time and be like, hey, stop <laughs> picking on my little older brother. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, I don't know. I I'm trying to now, it's not so much defend him, it's just more redirect things a little bit into a broader uh, sense. And maybe maybe throw some things back at Dan or back at Paul or back at, you know, a caller or something like that and just yeah. try to spin it a little bit. Support him. I think you're showing him a lot of support back there. And yeah. I don't think he's gotten that, like you said, you had given up on it for a little bit. But I think he's like thriving a little bit more because he feels a little bit more supported with you back there now. Well, I, I think that Andrew is much more serious than me. Yes. You know, he he. Not that he doesn't laugh at things, but on air, he didn't really laugh at a lot of stuff. You know, mm. there were a lot of times that like we would all be cracking up and he is like straight faced right into his computer, not even cracking a smile. Yeah. You know, so and that's fine. There's a, there's not he's just a much more serious person than me. And I don't um, I don't take myself very seriously at all. You know, and so I don't mind laughing. I don't mind looking like an idiot or I mean, I certainly don't like being embarrassed or humiliated. Yeah, but I don't mind. I just like laughing. I just like finding things fun. You know, it's sort of like I don't know if it's like a stress relief for me or something like that, but it's I just like laughing and having fun. It just feels good. And Todd likes to make people laugh. And so I think that combination, not to repeat myself, but it's just kind of uh, really working right now. Yeah. Eric? I was laughing the other day. I walked to the studios about one fifteen, 
and you and Todd were the only ones in there, and you guys were just making each other laugh. Well, it was like we went off air for well over an hour, and yeah. you're still going. Yeah, he's funny. He's yeah. a really funny dude. And yeah, I, he's very creative, and he's just got a lot going on in that brain of his, especially when it's off air, and now there's really no filter, and there's really no, there's no worrying about cursing or anything like that. It's just like he, he's free to just really let loose, and damn, is it funny. Yeah, I think we saw that, Dylan. You can talk to it a little bit in L.A. I was we, just going to say that. When we would, like, drive around with, with him, and he'd, like, reminisce on a specific spot, and he'd just tell, like, the most X-rated stories. And like, Todd, yeah. please stop. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. And he's like, no, but what, what's wrong with that? I'm just kind of, you know, people like that sometimes. I was like, Todd, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> stop. We had, like, a 20-minute car ride with him, and he told the same, like, unhi- completely unhinged story the entire time. No one else said a word. Right. And I was like... I don't want to say anything. This is perfect. Yeah, just let him go. Just let him go. Eric? So one thing about social media that I've noticed um, is that people, especially in these message boards, they will throw out, like, just haymakers, right? And then the second either you or Paul or anybody from the show says anything, they're like, it's a complete 180. So, for instance, Greg Woods wrote on your post yesterday, what happened to McLovin? And you're like, he left the show at the end of 2021. <laughs> and then Greg goes, show is better than ever. I never miss it. Definitely unscripted. It's like, <laughs> so funny. How do you not notice that Andrew's gone if you never miss the show? Like, right. <laughs> how is that possible? You know, a lot of people, sometimes I think they just want a reaction from you. Obviously, people are trolling or something. Like One time I got, I got somebody dinged me for... Uh, they were calling me a sellout because I posted something about one of our sponsors or something, right? And they're like, yeah, way to sell out, you know, whatever, this and that. And so I wrote back to the dude. I was like, I think it was like I got golf clubs right from Callaway. And so as a thank you, I hit him on, you know, social media. Like, this is awesome. I, you know, it's like super generous of them. It's really great. And so the guy was like, yeah, sell out, whatever. And so I was like, hey, man, how about this? will you tweet one thing about the golf clubs and I'll send you a set of golf clubs? And he was like, hell yeah, absolutely. And I was like, there you go, buddy. Now you just sold out. Like, I didn't even sell out, but that dude immediately reversed everything just for a free set of golf clubs. And I'm like, it's like these people don't even get... <sighs> social, social media is just not good for me. It's really not. It really. And honestly, I think if I didn't have this job, I wouldn't have it. At all? I wouldn't. Yeah, I would get rid of it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate... There are things that um, we're not supposed to know everybody's thoughts on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're just not supposed to have access to all of that information. And now we do. And I hate it. I don't want to know everybody's politics. I don't want to know what everybody thought of the game last night. I don't, I don't really want to know all of that stuff. Yeah. I'm, it's just so I'm overloaded with it. Uh, Mark? Yeah. So just like a little another transition. Uh, we're being joined by C and... Uh, Dan Patrick. <laughs> Yo, your reset game is crazy. Um, On point, my friend. All right, so today, Fritzy, the pie. Yeah. Like, what did you think about, like, what, like, I'm not even sure how to even word this. Like, there's no words to describe this, but can you try to at least explain what the hell was going on with Fritzy and this pie today? Well... So I, I thought having him eat the pie instead of getting smashed with it was hilarious. I, I don't think I think Paul like randomly threw that out as just like a well, would you rather eat the pie? And yeah. damn, I thought that was so funny. 
Now, that being said, he ate a lot of it, too. Yeah. And I thought his strategy was really smart. He tried to get rid of all the whipped creams and, and all the whipped cream and cherries to, you know, uh, so he wouldn't get smashed with it, which was a good strategy. It was very smart by him. But I should say that I'm very sensitive to the sound of people eating. <laughs> I really am. Like, it really gives me a hard time. I, I don't know if there's some, like, weird mental thing or so if you don't like, like the- I have a real hard time with that's the only problem about sitting next to Todd right now is that I can hear him eating and I, I usually just get up and leave when I sat in the front row I could hear Andrew and Todd eating yeah, and I'd put my headphones on I would put my headphones on and listen to music so I didn't listen to those dudes do that um and the, just the watching him shovel that in his mouth I legit was getting like uh queasy like I was like I had to turn around I had to cover my ears I was no I swear if it went another minute I would have thrown up all over the place it, it was just so gross just the uh just the sound and watching them and then some of it's falling out and you're like oh it was so gross Todd I mean just knowing Todd and how quick his extracurriculars react he's gonna be in bad shape till like Monday Tuesday next week it's gonna it might be a long weekend for him because yes. not only did he you know just guzzle down that pie he had four tacos he had a massive plate of, of tacos oh, and, and, taco and rice. Sandwich. Psychotic. Did you catch what he did with Dude, the taco? Dude, he made a taco sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What we, is that? I saw, he, put, he laid the one out, and I was just like, okay. And then he, I saw him get another one, and he's like buttering them like he's putting mustard on it or something. And I'm like, no. So if you didn't see it on Peacock today, if you can go back on Peacock, the Rewind, during the Meat Friday segment, Todd literally takes a taco, which is normal, puts the regular toppings on there. Then he gets another taco, puts sour cream, <laughs> guacamole, and then puts it on there like it's a sandwich. Did anybody see how he actually ate it, though? No. Did he no. eat it like a sandwich, or did he fold it and actually have a double taco? Like, uh, you know, Taco Bell, I don't oh, know yeah, if they still do, but they used to make those, like, it was a soft shell on the outside and a hard shell on the inside. That was a baller taco. The cheesy gordita crunch. Dude, so good. Um, Our I, wonder, so- <laughs> I wonder if he did that, if he folded it up and ate a double taco. Our I- brains were just so broken by it that I don't know if anybody could... Yeah, think what I, happened next. I would guess most of the stuff just fell out. Usually, when Todd's <laughs> eating something like that, where there's like room for error, most of the stuff just sort of falls out the bottom. He might have knife and forked it. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say back to the pie thing. He was also the way he was eating it. It, like he had the same cadence for every <laughs> spoonful, and he was just going up, like not probably not breathing, and just going up at the same pace the whole time. And he didn't; his eyes didn't look up once. Like, <laughs> That's such a funny observation. I don't, I don't know why, but that was what I was looking at the whole time. I was like, every spoonful is at the same interval each time. Like it was a uh, what's that in music when you record it? A metronome? Yeah, literally. He just like, said it. He click, said it click, and just went click click. click. He's just going at that exact pace. <laughs> That's funny, man. <laughs> Eric. So one thing that happened this week that was kind of a callback to when I started working in earnest on the show in like 2014, 2015, um, were the fans calling in with the songs this week. And I, um, it's funny. Dan comes back into the control room, I don't know, eight to ten times a day. And usually I'm either doing something or I don't really have something to say. So I usually just kind of vamp with something. And so I was like, mock. Yeah. And he's like, headlines. Yeah. And then he walked out. And then and that was Thursday. And then it was like the next two days have been just everyone call, calling in. But um, I, it was great to have that back. Obviously, there were some issues with like, you can't put a brand in a parody song. And so we had to kind of stop that Traeger situation. Right, but, yeah. um, but there were no brands in this, so it was fine. Um, 
So just wondering, like, from your perspective, was that did that add to the fun of the week? Because for me, it did. Oh, definitely. It absolutely added to the fun of the week. I, I love that um, when we can give the audience a chance to show their creativity, I think is great. I love that interaction like that. Um, I did try to at one point steer it away from like, it can't just be every song and like just change rock to mock. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be a little more layered than that, at least for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a jerk. But like to me, that was the fun part when people actually had some lyrics written out that went a little deeper than how about mock lobster instead of rock lobster? You're like, yeah, okay, that's basically the same joke that everybody else just made. Yeah, that's what you try to do when you made the Darius version of it. That's exactly what I tried to do. You try to steer it in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, which I don't know if that really went over. (laughs) (laughs) Dan kind of gave the like, uh, I like sang this thing and he like, I'm like, uh, I don't even remember what song. What did I do? Uh, Uh, Let her cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like I said, Kelly, Kelly. He was like, yeah, okay. So Ricky Henderson stole a lot of bass. Like he just moved right off of it. And I was like, wow, I thought I really just killed that. And I don't know if I did. <laughs> Tim, I think he enjoyed it because I looked back at the video yesterday. He was cracking up. <laughs> he gave me the uh, like Todd pass by. Yeah, I kind of think he todded me a little bit, it felt like. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. But people seem to enjoy it. I did think I had one good line about where he runs his fingers through where his hair used to yeah. be. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. I don't know. I don't know. It's again, it's that having fun thing, right? I don't know if um, there would have been the space to do that um, in sort of this, you know, pre and or with Andrew. I don't know that because then I probably would have been running the board too and doing some other things. I don't know that I would have had the time to sit and write that, you know, during the show. Um, So I don't know. It's just fun to like put yourself out there. I know I can't sing and I was just trying to be funny and uh, it's fun to like. Yeah, just put yourself out there and see, like, swinging, you know, it's either a hit or a miss, and either way, that works. It works, yeah. Yeah. Eric? One other terrible social media comment, Marvin, this one's for you, from Seton's (laughs) Post. Courtney Edwards said, the live show is ruined for me. I seriously can't stop looking at how small Marvin's hands are. How do, how do you guys get anything done? They should be put in a museum or something. Thank you, Courtney. (laughs) Marvin, your thoughts? Posterized. I mean, look, there could be worse things said about me. And like I said, I think um, Mario, that's inappropriate. Whatever you, <laughs> He's making some hand motions right now. Inappropriate. Um, well, I did get asked today, shoe. does Marvin also have small feet? And I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm not, I don't where, know where this is going, but I have no idea what his, what his foot size is. <laughs> Nor the other size of anything else. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you see where we're going with this audience? Yeah, Come on, his, guys. his foot hangs a little to the left. <laughs> Got two left feet. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well done, Dylan. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, have anything after that. <laughs> I legit had nothing after that. <laughs> um, actually, Seton, so I like you're talking about just putting yourself out there and singing and stuff. I don't know about you, but getting embarrassed when you're singing something is like the worst form of embarrassment, I think out of, like, any other way that it could happen, for me at least. I think that probably the most powerful emotions, if they even are, is, like, feeling embarrassed or humiliated is, like, the worst. It's probably, like, one of the biggest motivators is to not be embarrassed. But one of the things that this show sort of forces you to do is be able to laugh at yourself. Because I know when we first started doing the show, I tried really hard to not, like, get embarrassed or do, like, I was really conscious about if I said something stupid 
or like, oh, God, you know, I don't even sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. And a lot of times I didn't know what I was talking about, but I was trying to act like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> and it just you just kind of have to get rid of all of that stuff and laugh at yourself and be willing to. It's OK if you sound stupid. It's OK if you, you know, do something embarrassing because it's just it's just not important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, one who, thing who that cares at the end of the day. One yeah. thing that you and I have talked about, not necessarily when McLovin was leaving, although a little bit. Was that like you're not the world's biggest sports fan, no. and like one of the concerns was that there was going to be this vacuum of like sports, not knowledge because Polly has like this encyclopedia of information. Obviously, Dan does too. But it's I think one of the things that makes this version so much fun is that you and Todd, well, you both know a lot about sports more than the average person, but like that your what you bring to the table is the alternative viewpoints on a topic or something completely different. Um, and that makes it super fun for me, I think. Well, yeah, I think that Andrew, he is, he was probably the truest form of sport fan on the show, right? He's always talking about random basketball games. He just consumes sports in a different way, way different than me for sure. Um, but I even think different than like Paul and Dan to a degree, you know, I mean, Dan certainly knows a lot about sports. He watches a lot. Um, but Andrew just seemed to have like, oh, Dan would bring up a basketball game and Andrew knew everything about that basketball game. And I'd be like, I didn't even know they were playing. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> so, like, um, yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, th- I think we're still kind of trying to find that part of it, like the hardcore sports fan part of it. I think I think that Paul and Dan do a great job with it. Um, but yeah, the, there is a little bit of a pivot now and a little more room for Eric, sort of like what you were just mentioning about an alternative thing or um, just another angle to go at something or just completely different topics now um, that that maybe we wouldn't have done before. Have you been watching any more sports um, than you were prior to Andrew leaving just to try to bring more of it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The, the other day, you, yes. you, you said something about like Drew, Timmy, and Gonzaga. And I was like, look at Stephen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drew Timmy. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? The truth is, normally what I used to always do is uh, I will, I wake up and I brush my teeth and I just flip through Twitter and like whatever social media just to see what happened. Like Instagram is great for quotes. You know, yeah. they're putting up graphics and like, oh, dang, look at what Draymond said. Look at like whatever. So, and then, you know, driving in, I'll listen to whatever radio show just to see what they're talking about. What's the, what, what's their lead? What's their headline? Um, so I'll do that. The one thing that I've added probably more, I check a lot more websites to see what they're covering. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think now that I have to do the poll question, I do feel a little bit of pressure to be more on top of things than maybe I did before. Because before, like I said, I was kind of the fifth guy on the depth chart. And now I'm not saying that I'm, I'm number two at all, but now I'm somebody that Dan goes to regularly on the air for something, yeah. which before it wasn't, I could just kind of come and go as I wanted to. I could completely disappear yeah. if I wanted to. Or I could, you know, just laugh and talk along. But so I do feel a little bit of that pressure. Mm-hmm. So I do, I, I watch more recaps of games. You know, that's one thing the internet is great for is you could get a whole I game in five minutes and you're like, all right, yeah, I saw, okay, I got a, I got a handle on what was happening. Um, and yeah, I read a lot more articles or, or certainly headlines because nobody really reads articles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have a bit of a BRG slash FRG kind of a situation so Marvin got his pie to the face, and Mario, this all happened on Tuesday, and Mario um, didn't make the shot in, but at least he hit. This is kind of going back to the AUAA, and then he missed it, right? Okay, so 
Marvin, How did you shoot that, dude? <laughs> Damn it. So Marvin was not happy with what Mario did to him with the pie to the head. Oh, on top of that. Yeah. So, I just I just heard about this today. I did not you know you were upset with me, Marvin. You kind of you kind of sunned him a little bit. Did I? A little bit. Yeah. So I guess the first question and then we can let Seaton <laughs> if we could get um an argument from both Mario and Marvin and then Seaton if you could kind of make a decision whether or not Mario made a mistake. Marvin, you get to go first. Why was it messed up? I watched it back, and so he puts the pie in my face, and then he rubs, and then he keeps rubbing. You could see me kind of put my hands up like, all right. You like, could barely see you put your hands up. Yeah, I mean, you're. But my. my <laughs> <laughs> if you zoom in. To be fair. <laughs> Touche. You can see my arms in these two nubs at the end of my arms. And I was like, all right. And then he puts the pie on top of my head. I'm furious at this point. I'm really mad. Really, like, really mad? Like, seriously? Like, like, seriously. Not even just, like, because we're uh, doing a show right now? Like, legit? No, like, if he was doing this, no, no cameras, no nothing, yeah. I still would have been... Like furious. Okay. One small little note is that your face looked the same at that moment that it did the moment your son was born and the moment you found out mm. you were going to be on air. Like your face never. Like today you walked in. I'm like, oh no, did your dog die? Yeah, I know you don't have a dog. So <laughs> I'm like, could make that joke. I'm like, oh no. And you're like, no, I'm having a great week. <laughs> and it, like, so we didn't know you were that upset. Just to be fair. Okay. And so it's funny because you could hear Dan like. Damn, Mario. So after that, uh, I was like, man, I can't believe he did that. Like, I'm so mad right now. And Dan's like, I'm mad for you. Because he was, like, when Todd did it, Dan was pretty mad. And you can kind of see it when he put the pie on his head. And so my thing was just like an unwritten rule. Pie in the face. Not let's put the pie on top of your head. It's not like your updo was exactly messed up by the pie getting up there. But yeah. I'm leaving the witness. I apologize. <laughs> Mario, Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was just... I don't know. I got caught up in the moment, I guess. You know, and I was like, yeah, let's get in there a little bit. I'm usually the one that gets little brother, like son. You're an only child. Yeah, but you know, you know, this is, it's a metaphor, Eric. This is I know a metaphor. What you're yeah, yeah. You know, I'm usually the one catching slack. So I was like, oh, yeah. it's my time to give somebody else slack. Time to shine. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to really, you know, push this in for actually and figuratively. Um, so I put on his head. I didn't. I didn't even think about it like, oh, this is going to piss him off at all. I just kind of did it. And I didn't know that you were mad at me until today, which I apologize for. Don't apologize yet. We got to get Seton. Yeah. This is his opinion. Now, the, as the bailiff here, your verdict. Well, I have to be honest. Well, well let me ask. Let me do this. Marvin, what was so upsetting about what um, Mario did? I think that it was like, you know what? Let me really rub this in. Like literally and figuratively, and like the pie on the head was just—I don't know. Like you know, like everybody has that thing where it's small to somebody else, yeah, yeah. but it's big to you. Yeah, like your that, hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Eric. I think you're about to feel these hands. You keep making that joke. <laughs> you guys are being really, really mean right now. Oh, I mean, what was you're mean being or? truthful. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> Because, you know, in the moment, like, um, it's interesting because I'm not really sure exactly what's what's wrong with what you did, Mario, to be honest with you. But that's not to say that sh somebody shouldn't be upset about it. I don't know. Like, if that happened to me, 
I don't know that I would have been upset, but that's me. Yeah. You know, so I'm not. Yeah. I, even when Dan got upset, I just figured it was like, well, you're trying to you're going too far, too far. now. Yeah. Right. Because that, and that's Dan. Yeah. Right. And plus, he's got killer hair and mm. nobody wants pie in that beautiful head of hair of his yeah. so i guess i mean it's in my thoughts like it's in your face for me like if you did it if you pied me and put it on my head it's like it's in my face already i'm gonna have to clean this i don't mind if it's on my head you know what happened one time i got i've taken a lot of pies to the face and when i was on that run i think i'd lost a bed and i think i had to get Super seven at, yeah. like it was like a surprise at any time and this one dude they gave it to a dude in the audience yeah. and he kind of mushed it in my face and then <laughs> turned it and the the little uh uh like aluminum part cut my forehead and I was kind of pissed about that. Not that it cut my forehead, but kind of because it was the guy. And I'd yeah. be like, yo, man, you can't do that to me. Like, Paul could do that. Dan could do that. Todd could do that. Andrew could do that. But I don't know who Jimmy Lipper is. <laughs> this guy is. Yeah. yeah he was enjoy- on the staff that week. Enjoying it a little too much, you know? And I'm like, yo, get out of here, dude. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, You know, is there is there a possibility that maybe did Dan get you more mad when he was like, yeah, I'm mad for you? No. You know what's so funny? I think what when Fritzy hit me with the second pie, I got more upset because I was like, that was nice and neat. Like, it was just a real boom right in the face. And I was like, and this motherfucker <laughs> here yeah. decides to. Do you want to put a you want to put a pie on my head? Would that no, make up for it? No, because I wouldn't want to do that to anybody else. <laughs> you can get that. You can like. I want to use channel all that anger somewhere. Kind of feels like. Uh... Now that he's on camera all the time and has a microphone in his face, yep. it's a little bit of a diva. Kinda. Just That's saying. <laughs> Just saying, superstar. <laughs> Easy there, killer. <laughs> he, did, he did ask for an assigned parking spot. I don't know if that means anything or not. Yesterday we went out for lunch and he's like, oh, I still have my lava on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Oh, shot. yeah. Oh, God, I forgot to take my lava off. That's so weird. Don't you guys hate when you do? Oh, wait. Then, That's uh, right. You don't you have to worry about it. it. Sorry. It's a talent problem. You think the old Marvin would have cared about a pie on his head? Dude, you've changed, man. You've changed, bro. Yeah, Maybe you won't be on here next week. This is for 12, 15 members. Oh, I'm still here. <laughs> Come on. Like, that was just a little, you know, brothers always have, you know, a little little disagreement, but I'm still here. No one even asked for my opinion on the matter. No, we don't care about it. That's all we got this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you guys are actually learning? Not to go back to like a serious thing or something or to take the energy out of what you guys are doing. But it's something that you learn on the show, right, is how to handle certain situations. That da- There were a million times I still to this day step, you know, in my own crap or whatever, like put my foot in my mouth or go a little too far with something that dad's a matter of fact yesterday i went a little too far with something i was like oh damn i hope dad's not mad at me because i didn't mean it to be i didn't mean for it to be maybe the way that he could have taken it but after the words were out of my mouth i was like oh this might have not been the right way to do that you know what i mean um because i like i like brought back this old thing that happened and tried to make it relevant i was just trying to be funny for the camera and i could there was kind of like a moment of him like what i was like oh (laughs) I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? And especially when we first got on TV, there's a camera and there's a microphone and you're trying to sort of perform for it, but maybe you overperform a little bit. And so, Mario, maybe you went a little too far with your moment of like, oh, yeah, see, I'm on and I'm going to do this. Dan's sensitive to those things where he's like, okay, a little too much for the camera, you know? And Marvin, maybe it's like learning to process those moments and and how do you deal with like the uh, emotions of things like getting hit in the face with a pie and like, okay, now I'm doing this. Okay, well, now now he's going too far and you just kind of have to learn how to process those things and and not go too far or not take it too seriously um, because 
at the end of the day, I don't really think anybody here is really trying to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. be rude or be yeah. be mean to somebody. You know, I, I don't for the most part. Yeah, I think one of, one of the things I'll bring up because I've seen it on social media. If, if we're in a real moment here, I've seen oh you're jealous of Marvin da 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 right. You know I've seen that a lot. Yeah, and <clears throat> what I've wanted to respond to that so many times is I'm genuinely Marvin's like one of the best people here. He's like the humblest dude. He's the kindest dude you ever meet. I mean, he was pissed off at me. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, that just goes to show you how good of a guy he is. And I couldn't be happier for him because I think he deserves this because of the person he is. So I'm just, I wanted to get that out there. That I'm <laughs> We can cut this know? part out. This is <laughs> nice. Just because he's mad at you, you're groveling now. <laughs> what a little brother thing to do. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's, it's over and it's funny because my wife saw it. And so she was like, Marvin. Stop being you so much. Like AUAA, she would see how furious I would get. And she was like, Marvin, you guys are, you're playing with two guys that like, yeah, yeah. She, and I was like, this <laughs> shot didn't go in. She was like, Marvin, I, I know, I know you're competitive and I know you can't help it, but please try to help it. And even she said that she was like, I'm sure Mario didn't mean that. Like not to, like, he didn't mean to like upset you like that. And so she could see it through the pie, through the, <laughs> through the whipped cream, through her whipped cream, through the whipped cream, she could see there's like a regular what's wrong face, and then she knew Marvin could kill someone right yeah. now. I should have never watched that Kanye documentary because now all I can think of is through the pie. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin's in here, like I'm just gonna spit this <laughs> through the pie. <laughs> no, but I would definitely uh, try to not be so. Like, and I'm like a sensitive person overall. Like the people, like I got thick skin. I was like, nah, dog, that ain't me. <laughs> On I, I legit like something small can just mess up my entire me entire too. day. Like, so it could be something like on the board and it's like, oh, yeah, and oh, Marvin, like, are you gonna have a good rest of the day? No, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I just, the other day, <laughs> it's funny you say that because the other day I, I came home and I, f- I forget exactly what I was talking about with like my wife and son. And I was just like, uh, sorry, I just like came home in a bad mood or whatever. And so, and they were like, dude, you like sometimes you came home for, in a bad mood for like three years. Like, oh, it's hard, man. It's hard to figure this out. I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to make too much of uh, certain things, but it, it really is hard to figure out how to be on the show yeah. and do it the right way that makes Dan happy, makes the audience happy and makes yourself happy, happy without going too far or taking something too seriously. It's really hard. And you just it takes a long time to at least for me personally, it took me a long time to really figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very fine line that you have to walk. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think we accomplished a lot here today. We did. And no matter what, we still don't care about Dylan's opinion. <laughs> Shut his mic off. Shut his mic off. Tyler, if you're back there, lower his Let pot right now. <laughs> Let him down. <laughs> That's all we got this week for the 1215 Club. For Eric the Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Seaton, thank you for joining us, chatting. Ariel, yours truly. We'll catch you next week, everyone.